Hello, good day. Welcome back to Operations Podcast with Eagle Eye Production. My name is Chukidebi Daniel Kaniku, and we are on the last episode of this season on Operations. It has been an amazing journey. It has been a huge privilege doing this with the entire team of Eagle Eye Production. Yes, we are at it again, and the topics we've been going at have been a bit unconventional. We have spoken on operations and downsizing, operations and communication, operations and framework, operations and people. Then we are on operations and success. This is episode five, operations and success. You know, the thought process behind this particular topic that was selected as the last episode of this season is this. It is easier to bounce back from a failure than it is to steward success in operations. Write it down. It is easier to bounce back from a failure than it is to steward success in operations. And so it is of pertinent importance that a visionary operations professional knows how to steward his or her success. Case in point is this. If you're expected to meet a particular target, that is a percentage in your deliverables. Let's say you're expected to ensure that you're on a constant range of 80 to 90%. That's your baseline. If you have a decline in your deliverables, let's say you drop to 60%, you would notice that it is easier to push and get to 80%. Now, you might say, that's just bouncing off from a failure and all that. You know, it is tough and all. Yes, it is tough. Nothing comes easy, right? However, the way we are wired, naturally speaking, and this is where the back end of the entire process of oppression comes to play, which we'll see at the ending part of our discussion today. The way we are wired is this. We are resilient and dogged. When we have hit a brick wall, when there is a failure right in front of us because we want to bounce back. But what you now notice is that at the point of hitting par, we become a little bit complacent. You might not necessarily see it in stewarding that like, you know, you need to actually push success to the next level. So now raise your hand if this applies to you. I can't see you actually, but raise your hand if this applies to you and take dressings. If I check check through your dashboard, rather your data dashboard, and I have an idea of the deliverables that I expected of you, let's say, like as we just rightly said now, you have to be on a constant range of 80 to 90%. So let's just give an average of you have to be on 85% constantly, right? And you just came off a decline. Let's say you hit about 60% on that using a wave graph. So most likely you would see that your progress reports will be on a sinusoidal waveform, meaning you are up at this point, you dip a bit, then you come up again, then you plateau a bit, then you might dip a bit again, then (laughs) you see, then you come up again. You might actually come up higher than where you were before. So it could be something like this, 65%. You come up again, you hit 85%, then you plateau a bit on 85%, then you dip a bit to 75%, then you come up again to about 88 or 89%, then you dip a bit, then let's say you dip a bit to 75 or let's give you 76%, then you come up again to about 85%. Don't feel bad about this. You will notice a little bit of inconsistency and irregularities in that progress graph. 
you would want to give yourself the excuse of saying it happens, right? The markets, this and all that, the varying factors, the variables that sometimes are beyond our control. In your defense, actually, in our defense, there are some factors beyond our control that just like shows us that right in our face in the entire stewarding process of success, whereby we are moving from, you know, one level to another level to another level. That's the entire essence of like the stewarding process of success. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there won't be a dip, but in stewarding that success rate from one level to the other level, there is a principle in place that helps to keep the operations professional in check at every single time. And going with this would always ensure that you are looking forward to the next increase and not to the next dip. It's better to look for the next increase. Look onto where you can be further adjusted than thinking of, okay, we hit a dip now, then we can spurge up. You understand? I would prefer to have an 85% constant for three or four months than, have a, than having rather a 74 or after 74%, I hit like 90% and I hit like maybe 80, then another 85 and all that. It's not good. <laughs> you understand? And don't get me wrong. This is not me hitting at you. Also hitting at myself here. Yeah? The entire process of this is to further improve your operational outputs in your delivery in terms of your products and your services. Also, we need to understand how to steward our success. If not, you'll be the seeming one-hit wonder, the person that just had a major break, boom, and he couldn't steward it properly. It would eventually be back to ground zero. And you'll be left asking yourself, as I as I said in an earlier episode, have I experienced this success before? <laughs> Has this team performed at this level before? Let's say you're constantly hitting in 95, then you dip. There's a tendency to want to say, have you experienced this before? That That is like, you know, the um, success rate. Have you experienced success at the level of that 95% before? Because you just dip. Then at that dip, you just want to quickly check maybe something or someone slacked. Maybe something changed. Um, the same amount of input that usually goes in, was it put into the framework, into the system? Was that what caused the output to be like that? You'd be thinking of so many things and all like that, but I, I want us to sh- just shift perspective a bit and I want us to think from the success point of view. As I said from the beginning, it is easier, I'm paraphrasing right now, it is easier to bounce off of failure than to steward success. So if you follow through on the ideas, the lessons and the nuggets that we've shared through in this entire season, um, you would have <clears throat> already gotten wind of how to go about your operational framework how you are to upskill, how you are to prioritize people. You would have gotten this clearly and practicing this would definitely lead to success, right? But what I want you to have as a major takeaway is this, stewarding this success. Now, there is a principle that works. What we are sharing are not regular things you'd find out that these are tested, proven truths that have worked and have produced results. So, it's actually an acronym. I love to think in alliterations and acronyms to make it easier um, for understanding. The principle is called Joseph. You understand? <laughs> Joseph, like capital um, capital letters, right? J-O-S-E-P-H, Joseph. And it means this, jadedly obsessed 
with serving excellence processes in humility. You got to be jaded. Like, you know, that part whereby um, you are not running on your feelings or on excitement, but you are running on principles. You understand? Because like, you know, if you actually running your business based on emotions and based on feelings, you are up to date and you want to pay everybody on like, you know, like a 500% increase and all like that. Because like you, you hit a very good month, right? And you're not like observing the entirety of the framework, like, you know, um, the profit margins, what and what was put in place, like, you know, how to make this more sustainable. So you got to be jaded off all excitement. You understand? And you have to be obsessed. You have to be jadedly obsessed, unrepentantly obsessed. Your obsession is what service is. Remember, we spoke about operations and people, that we need people. So you have to be obsessed with this process of serving excellent processes in humility. One of the processes you're your, your, one of the processes you're serving rather is this serving a framework you're serving an operational flow you are serving a structure whereby the people can grow through whereby they can understand better serving is also giving an enabling environment for every single person to thrive now look at it this way when i say serving excellent processes don't immediately think of oh i gotta change the framework you understand as i said in the earlier episode the framework is you forecasting let me use this word it is you prophesying into the future of that department company by that structure by that framework by the flow that you designed so the way you are obsessed with serving excellent processes is that you are constantly having an oversight of the entire process you're observing you're not just sitting down and saying no the process will work yes it has been automated you have automated a couple of things and all like that however for you to steward success you need to have an oversight therefore this is where the data collection points um points rather come in place this is where in the collision of your data seen on your dashboard you're observing you're checking through okay meaning with xyz amount of inputs we have been able to get to five six seven amount of outputs in terms of our allocation to the customers in terms of the products or the services we are providing them okay our turnaround time our turnaround time rather has improved and all that so you're observing and the process of observing right now what are you obsessed with? You know, you are, you got to be obsessed with this. <laughs> Can I further improve this process? Can we further make this work? Even if as of that point, you can't see anything, that must be your obsession. That must be what wakes you up. <laughs> Don't go on motivation on me. Like we're talking about principles that work, right? You got to understand that you have to be obsessed. So, that must be what you are thinking about when it comes to work. How can we make this better? You need to be up and running on that. So you're thinking, you are critically analyzing because you are constantly asking that question, how can I serve? How can I serve a much more excellent process to these people? So you still see that it comes back to the point of service. This is me saying you have to be obsessed with this. You have to be obsessed with serving people. You have to be obsessed with it. You have to be obsessed with it in the marketplace, in your organization, your business. If you are a consultant, you need to drive this culture of excellence. And don't think excellence is one big, vague word of doing things. No, it's a daily improvement on your process, on your way of life, on your culture 
in the business. It's a daily improvement process, you understand? It's the daily optimization of your entire process. Like you could even create a process optimization roadmap, you understand? So everyone has an idea of where they are going to from a reactive stage to a process that is fully optimized. What am I saying in essence? What I'm saying is that at the point of being fully optimized, right, you still have to see further. So you see, everything is one full circle. You must be extremely visionary, as we've been saying from the get-go. You cannot rest on your oars. You cannot be at ease with the amount of progress you have made. Now, don't feel as though this is me um, telling you to get selfish and all. No, it's like this. The more you improve the process, the more you serve something better. A better flow, a better framework, the more results you would get and the more customers you would get, and the more loyal your customers would be. As I said earlier, you cannot innovate around something you don't understand, right? Because there is that boost to paint and draw at the sharing of an idea, that is the business vision. At that point of painting and drawing, you might not necessarily have an idea of the workings of the full picture yet, but you have the goal of where the organization intends to go. So you've painted with all the necessary variables and constraints that are in place. You get what I'm saying? You've designed the bridge you get. So daily, it is brick by brick, block by block, precept upon precept, line upon line. That's what you are moving on. Then moving forward, um, in progression, right? You are noticing other things that can also be infused to make the outputs better. I'm telling you that you will not get to that point of seeing this except you are obsessed with this process of service. You understand? You got to be obsessed with service. You have to be obsessed with this process, right? It has to be something that you look at and say, how can we get better? You understand? The normal average going old Joe is okay with I just need my salary and I'm good to go. Just get my paycheck. But you are not that person. No. You had one that is saying we need to impute more value. More value could actually mean creating better work conditions for your employees and enabling environment, as we said earlier. At the same time, it could also mean further improving the framework. You just need to own this process. In addition, like, you know, you need to own this process like so much more. <laughs> You must be a very good listener because, get this right, lastly, you have to walk in humility because, like, you know, the process is jadedly obsessed with serving excellent results, excellent processes, rather, in humility. Always leave room in the framework for the creativity of those that are driving and executing the processes. You understand? Just as we said in um, framework creation and, and languages of the business, that's why we spoke on operations and framework and operations and communication. Collate their inputs in humility. You got to listen to their inputs. You understand? Am I saying you take it hook, line, and sinker? No. That's the point about you critically analyzing it. So you're going to sieve out the needed parts. Understand that business success, right? It is 40% framework, 60% service. Serving the people, people management, people understanding and all like that. You understand? It is combined. Even the 60% can be broken down into different intricacies and all like that. There is the emotional intelligence. There is the critical thinking. There is the people part working in servant leadership towards the people. You have to understand this dynamics. So you will be able to steward the success to heights unimaginable. You have to own this. These are the building blocks for continuous success. I'm not just building you to have 
temporary success, like a flash in the pan success story of, oh, we did this, we got this right, then next month we don't see you, the process got better at this point, then we come to the next quarter and you're like, yeah, we're trying. You ran the team so hard without the oily principle of Joseph. Frictions here and there, thus leading to the end in a picture of the people in terms of their commitments, knocking. It is for the long haul you are building. Like I've always said, think 100, 200 years. You are building for the long haul, meaning the oil has to be gauged and replenished as you go along. And when it is not prioritized, one would just end up getting short-term success. But I'm talking about long-term staying power. Now, get this right. The principle, that is the alliteration, is jadedly obsessed with serving excellent processes in humility. Now, in the entirety of this process, like if I can ask you this question, who is at the center? Think carefully. Who is at the center? People. It is and always will be about people. Serving the people. The penultimate episode was the final clinch. That's our last episode. Of every single thing we've been saying about operations in this season, it is all about people. You understand? I'm bringing it all together right now for you. This episode can also be called the advanced course of operations and people. I'm bringing you into that place where you see it as an obsession. Do you understand? You have built the framework. You have built the structure, the process. You have the good structure on ground. You have all these things in place and all that. So right now, you now have to be obsessed with people development, with investing into people, with trusting people, with leading, not micromanaging, inspiring the people because their creative inputs count. It counts as well in the grand scheme of things in the system. Now, remember what I said with every creative input adopted, you now have to take this and standardize it making it into something that is replicable because get this people are people they cannot run 100 percent all the time right now this is the part where the visionary operations professional in his critically observatory manner says okay this was done this extra that was imputed into the system and we got this amount of increase and he observes that input not isolated of the entire framework but in view of every single thing that contributes to the product or the, or the service that you're giving the people, he observes this and he checks, is this replicable? Is this just a one-off? Is this something that can be done continuously? Can this constantly give me results? He critically analyzes this. You understand? Then when, when he's tested, okay, good to go, this process is documented after the observation, tested a few more times, when it's, once it is seen as replicable for long-term success, it is infused into the framework for use. Now, what you notice is that you are scaling up. Now, you notice that your success rate is also scaling up. You wouldn't be able to scale up like this if you just think that, okay, I've designed the framework, I've done the process, I've given them the operational fluff, standardized it, this is the roadmap of where we are going to and all that, so I just relax. The process is running automatically yes fine it is nevertheless it is bound to decline check this out if i put a glass of hot water here and i leave it for the next four or five hours if i come back it will be cold but if there is a constant heating process being applied to the water at just the right temperature the water is constantly hot it's constantly going to be hot do you understand so the entirety of this is that knowing people being people you got to be critically observant of all that is happening within your framework and standardize 
processes, leaving room for creative inputs. This would ensure constant progress, success, and upscaling. Don't get in over your head, right? Because see, it is a team. You know, it is the collective effort of the people to serve the people. You understand? So now, what I want you to have as your major takeaways, right, is this. Serve the people with excellent processes. If you can take anything from this entire operations podcast season, is this. Every single thing shared so far is for this one purpose, service. Because in the pathway of service is where greatness is found. It is where greatness is found. And you have... Rather, you need to have a solid back end because a successful visionary operations professional is one that is constantly pouring out and serving others. And that's why you need a back end where you constantly recharge back to refire again. I have my own back end as well, my sacred place, as to where the entire front end that you see on the outside comes from. That's where I feast and draw. That is where the constant surge of wanting to learn more comes from also speaking and learning from people that have gone ahead of me in the operations and supply chain sector the logistics e-commerce and distribution sector speaking to them reading materials so one can effectively design oh my back end my secret place i always come out fresh to tackle all challenges successfully even if there is a deep in the process of trying to solve or, or, or resolve whatever issue or challenge I, I, I miss, I know the wisdom for the challenge will be gotten to crush and scale through. You need that energy. You need that back end because in the entire grand scheme of things, you would notice that as an operations professional, you are the back end of the operations. You are the one serving the people. You might probably be serving more than three, four departments that are dependent on your outputs. You understand? So the front end of it all, what like the other department sees what the customers also enjoy and all like that the back end is you you are the process you are the institution i would also advise you as we close out on humility standardize your process and think legacy think long term you won't always be where you are right now you will be promoted you will be moved a bigger responsibility or the likes will be given to you but you must have a legacy like you must have a working document a working living document that you can transfer to the next person that comes after you think legacy don't think money it will come I'm telling you this. I know this like I know my name. I know what I'm saying. Money would come. Think legacy. Think building. Think establishing. Think creating. Think developing. Think serving. Value and resources would always come to the person that is thinking this way. Right? Because as I've always been saying, there is always a payment back. So you want to steward success properly. You want to be able to hand over something that is working, that can be further improved on to get greater results. Don't be intimidated. Don't be shy of someone coming after you getting better results than you did. He or she is starting on your foundation that you have built to get greater results. You understand? Greater results than what you had. You get what I'm saying? But if you don't build... If you don't set that legacy in place, if you don't critically observe to further improve the processes that you have set in place, you won't be able to properly steward success and you would always see on your graph of accomplishment that it is more sinusoidal than it is a straight line of ever-increasing accomplishments. You have to be obsessed with this. You understand? In addition, remember, find time to rest. Rest. Find time to drink some water. Like, you know, (laughs) value your back end because... There is always a problem to solve. You would always need to be fresh and ready. You are the one 
that is working in the system but from outside the system to ensure that the system you are in is excellently optimized for the benefits, progress, and best interest of the people, which is your clients and the departments that are dependent on you, that are enjoying your service or your products. And the people, which is your colleagues or staff working with you, are the ones producing the products and the services. So you are in the system, but working out of the system, having an episcopal view of the entire process, start to finish, and ensuring that you are constantly finding ways to improve on this process to the end that there is a continuous spike and a beautiful stewarding of the success you will attain in your operations journey, thereby having something workable, something that is working, a living working document that can be passed on to whoever takes over from your place. Debris legacy. Think legacy. Think success. Think stewarding. Think teamwork. Think people. Above all else, it is all about serving the people. This is Chukidebe Daniel Kaniku, your operations professional. Thank you so much, Ego Eye Podcast, for the privilege and opportunity of your platform. I look forward to hearing your, yes, you listening right now, your success stories on how this entire season has helped you, your operations, the entirety of your business. You understand? Follow Ego Eye Podcast for more amazing content that they have planned for you. So this is Chukidebe Daniel Kaniku once again operations and success signing out till we'll speak again grace and peace